Hello and welcome to O Oscar. Uh, I'm so excited for this episode. Uh, my guest. Hold on, I gotta redo that again. God, I'm so bad at these. It's intros. okay. It's okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's gonna feel weird no matter what you do. So. <laughs> Is it, can I, is it, is it weird? You have a pod, what's your pod, it's called Character Debates. Character Debates. Yeah. And when you do your podcast, is it like awkward when you try and do the intro? Well, ours is like, we have three comics on it and we're just made up people debating. So I'm never myself on my actual podcast. Oh, so really? It, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then, but like how, like, like trying to intro a podcast is so awkward. Totally. I'm like, all right, hello, everybody. And it's kind of like a cabaret bar. And I'm yeah. Just like, I never know what to do or what to say so i always i'm like, like i'm like welcome to oh oscar all right let's just try it all right welcome to oh oscar so excited to do episode two uh with my guest who won the boston comp okay that was just awkward because it's me trying to have adhd and remember yeah. everything um, <laughs> this is almost a better intro than an actual is, intro. You know right? what? He won Boston Comedy <laughs> Festival. You've seen him for Just for Laughs. He has a podcast called Character Debate. Please welcome Drew Dunn, everyone. Hello. There we go. Oh, Thank you. God, this was aw- this was this was worse than like anal. Like that's <laughs> like tr- I don't know which one is worse. Like having to do anal or start a podcast. Start a it. podcast. Well, as long oh. as you're not doing both at the same time, I think that would probably be the the worst day. You, could you know, have. I'm actually surprised that there isn't a podcast out uh, there where people are doing anal and talking. Hi, my name's Jack. Time. Welcome back to Only Anal. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Yeah. Only anal. That's great. So now, like, what? Like, what was comedy? How did it start for you? Why um, did you get into it? Uh, it's something I always thought about um, ever since I was a kid. Like, I first listened to stand-up comedy when I was probably, like, 10 or so was when I really first remember, like, listening to albums and stuff. Um, and it was when we were moved. I, I was born in Boston, then I lived out in Seattle for a while. Then when we moved back out east, um, I was going into – I was probably going into sixth or seventh grade, and um, – my dad just had a bunch of these Comedy Central Presents records that he just would play. We, we drove across with a van full of I'm one of seven kids in my family. So wow. we had a full van, parents in front, and we just drove across the country. And then I, that's where I was introduced to, like, you know, Brian Regan and Jim Gaffigan and Bill Burr and, and you know, um, mm-hmm. comics like that, Bobby Collins. Um, and it always kind of lived in my head after that. I became a fan of comedy. I would listen to, you know, watch Comedy Central and listen to albums and specials and stuff like that. And then I played baseball my whole life, so I played through college, ended up getting hurt in my senior year, and decided, like, I couldn't I couldn't just live. Like, I, I knew I was never going to be a person that could just go to a job and be happy with that, so I knew I needed to kind of work towards that impossible goal, essentially, that kind of long-term thing. Uh, so I had to quit baseball, which was, like, the hardest thing I ever had to do, and then a couple weeks later... Did my first open mic just because I saw my friend from high school who I never thought would do comedy. He was doing it. And I was like, oh, I got to If he can do it, I can at least go try. You right. Know? Um, and then from there, it just kind of, you know, as you know, once you start doing it, you you get addicted to it and you just start trying to do it everywhere and anywhere you can. And um, luckily, I had some success early on with some festivals and stuff like that. So um, that just kind of grew into me doing it full time. And then now I tour and just try and keep the machine moving, I guess. I love that. Yeah. What is your proudest moment? Uh, probably doing probably doing the Just for Laughs Festival because that's kind of what 
everything before it felt like it was working towards, you know, yeah. like all those short sets, all those long drives and um, all those kind of things. Every festival I did felt like it was preparing me for that where you do, you know, a set in front of all this industry and meet tons of people. You start working with comics that you'd only ever seen on TV or podcasts right. and stuff like that. Um, and to have that set go well uh, was like once that was done, I was like just the biggest relief, like felt super great about it. And uh, and then, yeah, I was just just been trying to keep keep it going from there you know wow. yeah what's one of your favorite jokes uh my favorite well i do a lot of voices and stuff on stage so one of my favorite like jokes to do right now it's about alexa but it leads to me doing this kind of like robot voice so it talks like this i don't know if you can tell but this is me talking there are no computers lol <laughs> uh that's my favorite is because people don't fucking understand what's happening when i do I that voice. <laughs> love that fucking voice. i love that voice oh thank you that yeah. is great yeah you, like the mixed reactions of people's faces while i'm telling it is what makes it my favorite because some people are like locked right in and know exactly like what's going on and they love the like they, they remember exactly that computer voice that i'm referencing and other people are like looking for a wire in my pocket or something like are that or serious? seeing if i'm like pressing a button or something on the microphone and and then other people are just looking at me like the devil is inside of me and i need help <laughs> wow yeah yeah so it's it's the most fun and then like the way i do it is uh instead of like you know how when you talk breath is coming out i'm right. actually inhaling so I'm breathing in and it's like a Borat voice first. So it's like talks like this and then you breathe in and it sounds like a robot. And I don't know why, but it works. The basis of O oh Oscar is that I always love asking people and if they have and usually what I do is I ask people beforehand, but uh, before they come on the show. And then what I loved about when I asked you this is that you were like, oh my God, yeah, I have a story to tell. Whereas I've asked people and they're like, oh, that's a cute idea. But you were like very into it. So I'm yeah. very excited. Um, <laughs> but what was your first gay experience? Uh, well, I have a few. Well, first, let me just say, as a straight man, I can never truly have a gay experience. With that said, a lot of gay shit has happened to me, Oscar. <laughs> I love that you had like this disclaimer. Well, you have to, you, you got to uh, be safe these days. And if you're here from the future trying to cancel either of us, fuck you, get a real job. Okay? Yeah. yeah. I just throw that out there on every podcast yeah. I do you're now. You're like, fuck you. Just in case. You, I, hope, I hope. Fuck you. And fuck you. And fuck everybody. I just hope there's somebody five years from now that's listening to this and just takes a second and puts their headphones off. Like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. You know? Well, you know, <laughs> we've got about two listeners. Great. So. Well, let me be your third. <laughs> Drew's gonna subscribe, and then after he hears this pod, he's gonna be like, mm, "I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm okay, yeah. I'm good." He really judged that Hannah Montana harshly. That's yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Oh God, he was a bitch." Uh, um, so I'll say this: my first actual gay experience was, uh, and I and I think this is probably as close as I could get to having an actual gay experience is my dad accusing me of being gay on a family vacation in front of the entire family. Really? Yeah, because my dad. My dad is a very progressive and liberal guy now, but he was raised by extremely homophobic people and he went through the military. So he was kind of trained. It was, I don't know. It's like, I think what it was with my parents is they had six boys and one girl. So they assumed one of us was going to be gay and they were just trying to figure out who it was. Wow. It was, it was kind of like weird, but basically what, what I was doing was 
I was sleeping over one of my friends' houses a lot, but that's only because I like to play video games and smoke weed. Right. So, and exactly, totally normal thing, but I'm not going to tell my parents that. So all they see is me sleeping over this guy's house, every, you know, a few times a week. And, and they're like, oh, he must be, he must be one of those gays. We got to confront him at Coco Keys, this indoor <laughs> Uh, it was one of those, I mean, like, I, I, I love it, Drew, but the fact that you went somewhere, Coco Keys, Coco is just Keys. in and of itself, very homosexual. I know that. Yeah. Yep, I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're, we're like, in the hotel, and it was one of those things, like, emotions are rising high, and then um, they were just like, I think he's on drugs. I think he's, I think he's sucking dicks. I think he's, are you gay? Are you? And I'm just like, what the fuck? I just wanted to go down water slides, you know? Um and then I, I eventually, I basically just stormed out and just went and hung out by the pool. And then I, I have a bunch of brothers who came and like talked them down and like made them realize like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what if I was gay? And this is how you're going to address the situation, you know? Uh, pretty wild. Uh, so other gay experiences I've had. Um, <laughs> boy, do I have a couple. Um, one was the, f- the first time I went into a college baseball locker room, I did not know that people just show their dicks and inspect each other's dicks and want to know who's got what. And wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Hold on a second there. Okay, let's <laughs> let's back this up a little bit. Now, I want you to say all of that again, but I want you to go very slowly, okay? <laughs> I want you to go extremely okay. slowly. All right. Welcome back to so, Oscar. <laughs> right. So, all right, let's go back to these college yeah. baseball locker rooms i'm painting a very beautiful picture mm-hmm. in my head i'm hoping that you can finish it i want you to downgrade the aesthetics okay, okay. it's a shithole okay. just the lockers okay. tiled small tiled showers and seen bathrooms. this porn before so you walk in <laughs> my <laughs> walk in walk in the first okay. day just after practice sweaty covered in dirt and you just want to take a shower and go it's home hot. and I'm you're like already the, the like first time you, you touching myself first time i'm in there i'm like i'm assuming the showers are going to be like sectioned off you know what i mean right. and i walk in there and i turn the corner and the first thing i see is my team captain just pulling everything down and dicks flying out and i'm like whoa that's who that guy is and i look around and everybody's doing it and i'm like when did like why did nobody tell me about this? You know, like I knew there was going to be parties. I knew there was going to be like a ton of hard work in college baseball. Had no idea I was going to see everybody's penis on the very first day. Really? Yeah. And it's one of those things too, that like once that's the culture that you just do that and you're just comfortable with it, if you're the kid who hides your dick, then it's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you being so weird about it? But what's funny though, is that when you're in like, college mm-hmm. and you're just out there and showing it and whatever blah, blah, blah. but now as an adult it's very much like you don't want to see anybody's other but pe- you don't want to see anyone else's penis yeah yeah and you still do if you go to the gym and you have old men at your gym but it's yeah. not that's not really a penis I mean, anymore dating know? pools yeah for a lot of us homosexuals <laughs> but okay well, you, you just go around and start, a little hate speech do but, you, you know. was it okay i'm sorry i'll try it i'll try and watch my tone moving forward about old men's penises and locker rooms <laughs> I, mean, oh, I would I would actually upset me if that was a real point of contention. Yeah, that would be like <laughs> and I had right, no sure. idea. I'd be like, really? We need to, we need to talk about why your have Oscar. I not heard of this app yet? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait. So college. Yeah. So like, what happened? Like, so how did you get through it? So I just I at first I was just like I I would put the towel around my waist and then pull my shorts down and stuff like that. And then there's like a group of guys who were like invested 
in knowing what everybody's dick looked like. So they were like, I just went to the shower one day and they were all just in there showering next to each other talking. And I'm like, and they're like, hey, I don't think we've seen Dunn's dick yet. And I was like, yeah, on purpose, you fucking psychos. And uh, and they're like, oh, come on, man. You know, it's not weird. And I was like, that's a little weird, man. It's a little weird that you're asking. It's one thing if you happen to see it. It's another thing for you to be like, what's he working with? Come, no, come stay. Go back to back. I want to see like, it's, yeah, so... And this is like straight college bros. Straight college bros, about you know, uh, eighty-five IQ between four of them. You know, like some of them were great we'll dudes. We'll cut this out of that podcast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, please, I'll, I'll name names. <laughs> I'd uh, rather know if they were hung. Uh, about now, yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with how that works, but. In what way? Like, is there like a would technique? you look at like would you be able to look at a guy and be like, oh yeah, he's? Uh, I think yeah, I could look at a soft dick and have an idea, but I I would assume that there's some surprises, you know. Right. I'm assume some people now, are like, really, it gets that big, you know. Now, was there a, ever a time in those college locker rooms that someone was? Trying to get a little handsy? No. Well, I mean, <laughs> that looks at a lot. A gal can a gal can wish, right? A gal can wish. But I'm like, was there ever a time when one of those college guys was, you know, say it, you know, say it, excited? Uh, no, I never, I never saw one of my friends' dicks hard. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It stays. It stays pretty flaccid. Because I think if you got a hard dick and you just walked into the shower, I'm trying to picture. I think half the people would be like, what the fuck are you doing, Jason? And the other half would just be like, eh, start like punching it or something like that. Oh, God, that guys, sounds awful. Guys are weird. Guys, yeah. Guys straight guys are up, weird. Straight guys. Well, we're all weird. But yeah. straight guys uh, well, specifically, we, a lot of them are suppressing thoughts and ideas, I think. And I it think just so comes too. out in like the, what would it be like to touch a dick? Ah, there you go. I didn't like it, you know. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I am loving this. <laughs> like I am loving yeah. this. So this if you is are so great, if you are looking to go and get into college sports, just know that you're going to see your friends' penises. I think that's really important. I don't know how it is for the ladies. I'm assuming you're going to see. Disclaimer. Yeah, I'm they don't tell you that. No, no, they really don't. They, they really don't tell don't. you that about life. They don't nope. tell you. Like I remember when I was in, I think it was middle school. Uh, I remember when I was in middle school, I actually faked being allergic to chlorine because I didn't want to shower with other guys in the school. Interesting. In the school. And they made gym. you shower in, in middle school. even. Yeah. Like yeah. in middle school, I remember you had to shower because you had to take swim class. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, like, I told my t – for the longest time, I did not want to take a shower. <laughs> Very awkward. But for the longest time, I did, I was like, I don't want to take shower with other men. Yeah, that's ooh, that's ooh, ooh, right? yeah. I'm like, right. no, I don't want that. No, I don't want to do that because I didn't know about my body. Then. Right, of and course. So like, I just told the teacher that I was allergic to chlorine. Now, mind you, I was also a certified like half lifeguard at a kiddie pool. So the fact that <laughs> wait, hold on, the, half lifeguard. <laughs> well, like my mother called like my my like the gym teacher. Uh, the gym teacher called my mother and was like, hey, we need that uh, we need that doctor's note. My mother's like, what? And she's like, yeah, we need that doctor's note that says that your son is allergic to chlorine. And she was like, 
is this a joke? And she's like, no. <laughs> and my mother was like, yeah, my son is like a certified swimmer and <laughs> loves pools and is an idiot. Oh, and she that's was like, awesome. But let me tell you something. God, I was able to get, I was, I was able to not have to swim in swim class for at least, I would say, three to four weeks. That's amazing. That's amazing. What a great idea to come up with. Allergic to chlorine. Because I would have had nothing. If they're like, why can't you go to swim class? I'd be like, well, I don't know how. Like, that's what they're going to teach you. Get in the pool. <laughs> oh, I was I was a scheming kid. Like, I knew exactly oh, that's what. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I knew exactly what to do. The only scheme I ran in high school was uh, my Spanish class. The teacher would give out puntos or points yeah. that you could just put on quizzes or tests as, like, just full extra points. So you do it like, you know, you answer a question in class correctly, raising your hand, you'd go get a point. And she wasn't keeping track of these. So I started printing them and, and selling them on the side. <laughs> I actually made a couple hundred bucks are of, you serious yeah 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 off of puntos that i would literally just went and found the exact same pink paper she found and it was like a little aztec type of symbol and i would just line them up my individual points and then print them and, and cut them out and sell them and never got caught yeah <laughs> isn't that funny Dude, would you like to apologize to your spanish no teacher? no because the next year I, I switched schools my next year unrelated i switched schools my next year and uh and my friend had her the following year for like the next level of Spanish. And he ratted me out because he thought I would never go back to that school. He goes, oh, yeah, you know, Drew Dunn, he was doing this. And then she started keeping a very regimented list of who she Aww. gave extra points to and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, Miss Naylor, if you are watching this, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> my uh, thoughts and prayers go out to yeah. Miss Naylor. Well, you got to, you got to, you know. You gotta yeah. keep track of your stuff if you're gonna yeah. do something with like that. That's you know part of yeah. being a teacher, I guess. Uh, and then any other gay experiences? Um, um, I did mushrooms one time. I don't okay. know if you've ever, have you ever done mushrooms or anything no. like that? I did it no. once. I haven't done it since. Um, and I, I had a really bad trip, a really bad experience. It was fun for like the first few hours, and then one of my friends got sick and threw up, and my brain went, "If you throw up, you're gonna die." And that's just what became the truth in my head for the next few hours. So I'm, I have stomach pains and I just, I'm like, I'll just go to sleep. So I go and lay in the other room in a dark room by myself on a couch. And if anybody's done hallucinogens out there, you know, that's not what you're supposed to do is go. What are you supposed to do? Well, you're supposed to be around human beings. Like if you really want to trip hard, you go sit in the darkness by yourself. And that's what I did. And I was freaking out. And I just started seeing like skulls moving all over the place that would turn to blood. I started picturing like my parents walking in the room the next day to four kids who had all died from throwing up their their livers and stuff after taking mushrooms and i'm like freaking out and then um it's probably like one in the morning you can't sleep when you're on hallucinogens like that your brain doesn't shut off you just can't go to sleep uh, until it wears off so my buddy comes in and the, the door opens up the light shines right while i was freaking out and it's my uh, my other buddy's friend uh, his name's drew as well and uh I'm just like, he's my savior. Oh my God, I love you. And I'm, I'm like freaking out. He goes, oh, I just threw up. I feel so much better. And I was like, no, you can't do that. You're, you're going to die. Why did you do that? I was like, you need to come over here. Please, please just lay with me. Please lay with me. And we ended up spooning on the couch for like three hours until I came to and was like, okay, we're fine. This is fucking weird. <laughs> But I needed that like comfort of human contact to like know that I wasn't gonna die. So you spooned, spooned with, with my man. with another man on a couch uh, in order to ride out 
a mushroom trip. Maybe that, not use the words ride out. Yeah, ride out would probably yeah. not be. It paints yeah. a different picture than what actually happened. But use your imagination out there. You know, <laughs> If you're oh on gosh. mushrooms, fuck your best friend. And you will. Wait, okay. So mushrooms. Tell me about mushrooms, though. Like, um, like I said, that was the only time I ever did them. I was just always curious to try a hallucinogenic drug i and that at that time in my life i was pretty young i had i had drank a little bit yeah and i'd smoked weed maybe like five or six times yeah um so i was new to all this stuff and the guilt was still very heavy as far as like you shouldn't be doing all this like so that's how i think all those thoughts of like seeing my parents and all that stuff kind of came to like fruition while i was watching it um but yeah it's like so we just they, i was told you have to eat three and a half grams to like feel like what you're supposed to feel have the whole experience and then when i found out from somebody after they're like yeah people tell you that but you definitely shouldn't do that on your first time you're gonna fucking your body's not gonna know what to do with that much mushrooms like you should do like a little bit like you would do i don't know any other drug or yeah. uh even yeah. foods you know like, yeah. oh, i don't know if i like this food i should eat almost all of it right yeah like uh yeah <laughs> my god maybe i should do mushrooms and go to a gay bar that be like oh my god everybody's beautiful <laughs> everybody's gorgeous <laughs> and then you wake up the next morning and like trash fuck what did all I of do? you trash yeah i think a gay bar would probably either be that experience or you would just be freaking out in the corner going what the fuck is happening See? right now what are these my hands or somebody else's who gave these to me i would like i would try mushrooms but i need to be with someone i trust yeah. i have very much like trust issues i'm with you and i highly recommend that i would also recommend doing it with somebody who's done them before which i did not none of us knew what to expect or anything so uh, we were all yeah. just kind of like like now can you like is it like other things where like if you throw up it comes out of your system i couldn't uh, yeah, it, it comes out of your system. You still feel it a little bit because your body, it's still like in your right. bloodstream, but it, it ends it much quicker for oh, sure. Oh, really? Um, but for me, I kind of, it's stuck in my head for a while that um, I, I couldn't throw up. Like throwing up freaked me out, even if it was just from drinking too much or anything like that. Like throwing up freaked me out for like a really? few years. Yeah. Um, and then now, obviously, I'm totally fine because I've kind of realized that it's just, that like it was yeah. like a trick that my brain was playing on itself, you know? Yeah. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Part of the episode oh, where we do the gay DHD spin wheel, okay? <laughs> Love that. So here we've got a, a ton of questions um, that are just random and all over the place. So we'll do two or three of them. But go ahead and spin for a question on the gay DHD wheel. Oh, I love that. What a okay. satisfying wheel. What did it say? Public sex, yes or no? Uh, probably a no for me. Really? Yeah. I don't think, I don't know. I don't think I'm good enough to show it off like that, you know? <laughs> now, before we go any further, okay, let's just calm down, Joe. Yeah. Before we go any further, public sex is like while driving or in a parking lot or driving in okay. a parking lot or like... See, for me, I picture public sex as like park or beach or yes. something that people could just be walking by and Possibly. seeing you. See, that's, but that's kind of the thrill of it, you know, is that right. people could stumble upon you doing it. Uh, no, I think it's a pass for me. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's not like, I mean, if my wife wanted to do it, I would say yes, but it's not like something I seek out. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. Are you just like nervous you're going to get caught or are you not comfortable? I would just rather be in a bed. You know what I mean? I feel like if you have the option to to get somewhere comfortable, 
it's one of those things it's like sex in the shower it sounds more romantic than it actually is oh you know God, what i yeah, mean it is. and it's then all of a sudden romantic. everything it's like how is everything wet and dry at the same time oh God, and it's like, a never <laughs> rom- sex in the shower is never romantic people no. are like Oh, yeah. But have you like, it's never romantic because nine times out of 10, the shower is not a beautiful place that you want to put two people in. No, it's not. Unless you're in like some beautiful hotel somewhere. Great. But if you're just in like a New York City apartment shower, it's like, or a bathtub, it's like, what is this? And two people trying to move within a shower is not sexy at all. That and like, we we barely have enough water pressure for one of us. Like, it's not going to be enough. This, yeah, this And then the water gets in the and you're like this is not fun anymore <laughs> yeah. and then and that's where i'm like can we just go to the bed you know yeah, let's <laughs> just let's go to the bed and i think that's how i f- i'd feel if i was in a parking lot you know in the middle of like in my subaru or something like that with like the horn honking and the seat doesn't recline quite enough and subaru yeah subaru <laughs> you got a problem with subaru well all right Drew, i know let's... it has its stereotypes i know <laughs> well drew Thanks for coming out. Uh, yeah, I'll see you later. It was, no, <laughs> you didn't get the joke, but we'll go with it. No, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm assuming. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spin All right again. We're going to spin a few more. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah, yeah no. See how this goes. Most annoying catchphrase. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like that one. Most annoying catchphrase. Catchphrase as in like like just things that people say all the time. Or, yeah. Um, the one that annoys me right now probably more than anything is, uh, it's not really a catchphrase, but people just say it all the time. Sheesh. Have you heard that? No. People just do that. It's like a, like it's like almost like an, oh my God, like a sheesh, like that. It's like, it's all over the internet right now. And it's, I, I don't understand it. It annoys me. I'm what like. What internet are you looking at? That's the young people. That's what it is. It's the, it's the Tic Tacers and the, uh. <laughs> the kids in, that are trying to go in sticky heads. Well, they're trying to go viral out there, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> Learning you know, the dances. You know, those, uh, uh, those darn. Yeah, you've kids. never heard of sheesh. No. That's like, like, yeah. That's what like everybody. Uh, it's like I mean, it's, it's, all it's very the, Middle Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> well, sheesh, sheesh. Yeah, like a hookah yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's supposed to be like like a G's or but it just turned into like sheesh and it's it's it drives me nuts because I'm that and like. I think another thing is like, and maybe this go back goes back to pet peeves too, is when people say like, I, like if you're gonna say af, just say as fuck. You know what I mean? I don't like when people say emojis rather than just doing the emotion that comes along with them. So like, you're like, don't tell me you, if I'm explaining something to you, you want me to say. Uh, well, I AF. want like when, well, I want like if I say like I hate when someone says like, oh, that place is dope af. It's like no, it's, that place is dope as fuck. Like, yeah. say, say your words. Are we we've gotten so lazy that now we're just shortening everything, abbreviating everything. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The AF or that one, like you're talking to somebody and like, oh, that's hilarious. I mean, I wish they would do that with like STDs, where you're yeah. like, oh my god, I am so in pain because I have CH. Yeah, and you're just like, all oh, right. Whoops. Oh, but it does sound a little more novel when you abbreviate right, that. Right. Yeah. So like if yeah. you abbreviate STDs, yeah. I think it would be a lot easier. Like you Well, know. I guess they did that with AIDS. You know, they, <laughs> they did that was the original <laughs> abbreviated STD. All right. It just well, can't be a word. It got, just can't be a word. This I think that's got a little awkward <laughs> very fast. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay, well, all right, now spinning. Spin What's your favorite STD? <laughs> 
guilty song pleasure. Ooh, what's a guilty song pleasure? Uh, I like I like a good Miley Cyrus song. Oh, well, there went this interview. I, are we done? <laughs> Do we you hate me yet? Done. You don't like Miley Cyrus? Tell me, which song do you love from Miley Cyrus? Um, the the guiltiest pleasure song of mine would probably be an earlier, more. I think it might be a Hannah Montana song. Okay. You want to get guilty or you want to not get guilty, okay? Because if I told you a song and you're like, that's perfect, then it's not guilty enough. I'm digging deep, okay? Oh, no, you, <laughs> you, you go. Go right ahead. But that doesn't it doesn't say that it's not going to go without judgment. Everyone's going to hate me. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry. Uh, I would say The Climb by Miley Cyrus. It's inspiring. Do you sing a chord of it so no, we know? Uh, for those of you... Well, it's about... Well, what it's really about, Oscar, it's about her journey. <laughs> oh, I'm enjoying this. Uh, it's a, it's about her journey through her young years of, you know, she, she had to wait all the way until she was 11 to really be successful. Yeah, so it's about her like, long oh. struggle yeah. to the top. Yeah. And even though she doesn't have it, sometimes I listen to that and go, you know what? Me too, Miley. <laughs> oh, Drew. Yeah. Oh, Drew. There. You want okay. some real? There. There's All me right. being real. All right. Well, <laughs> I feel like there is a support group out there for you that will get you Thank you. Through. Uh, you know, we all go through tough times in life. and Some people use drugs and alcohol. And me, I just put on my, my fluffy headphones and, and listen to Hannah Montana. Okay. Well. <laughs> I feel like this has turned violent. Uh, oh my gosh, this has been amazing. I love this. This was great. And I must say, like, the college locker room, yeah. by far, just like so good. I am so glad. That's so fun. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Drew, what is next for you? Like, what's going on next for you? What do you is there anything you want to plug? Um, definitely go listen to my podcast, Character Debates. Um, I just recorded a special last two nights ago. So, um check that out that'll be for dry bar comedy so okay. um that'll be out probably i don't know they're way behind probably in like nine months or something like that okay It'll come out but that's um, big though yeah i know it's great um and yeah i post videos every week um check and where that can out. people find you uh at drew dunn comedy on every social uh drew dunn on youtube and then okay. my website drew dunn um and, and then, then your podcast character character debates is it's, on it's on everything itunes okay. uh, spotify all that stuff so okay um, yeah, check that out and then uh, come see me live. I'm just touring. Uh, that's pretty much what's next for me is just continuing to navigate the New York comedy scene because I just moved here back in June. Yeah. Uh, and then continue to do the road. And All your tour dates are going to be on your website? Yeah, all the tour dates are on the website. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. that's what is your website? Uh, DrewDunnComedy.com. DrewDunnComedy.com. All right. Well, Drew, thank you so much for being yeah. on oh, Oscar. I loved it. This was great. This was fun. This was, was a, a lot time. of fun. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks to all of our Thanks to our two listeners, <laughs> our two subscribers, I think. To, and to our future viewers. And to will, our future yeah, viewers there you go. and listeners, we uh, we appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, Oscar. Thank yeah. you. This was really fun. This was Good fun. chatting with you. Thank you yeah. so much.